Boston Celtics drop a tough one to the LA Lakers. Bad habits, welcome back. I'm going to talk about it right now on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team, step back. We gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry O'B. Corral is above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Brandon James, how we started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics, pod, home of the winners. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Thank you for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. I really do appreciate you making this part of your daily routine. Lockdown Celtics is free, available everywhere that podcast exists, and every day on YouTube as well. I'm John Corrales. I cover the Boston Celtics for Boston Sports Journal, and I've written a book called Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars, a very appropriate book for the 75th anniversary season. Pick it up wherever you get uh, books online. All right, Celtics lose 117-102. Really wasn't that close against the LA Lakers. The Celtics came out, I don't want to say in a, to a big lead. They came out hot. Jason Tatum came out hot. But Celtics never really could stop the Lakers. And uh, this was kind of not great throughout the game. So later on, I'll get into a little bit more about the the bad habits and in previewing a piece that I wrote for Boston sports journal. And, uh, in the second one, I'll get into some more individual performances, but big picture, uh, looking at my notes here, Tatum came out and hit his first four three pointers. Uh, he came out, hit a three pointer. I was like, okay, he hit one. Then he banked one in. I was like, all right. Sure, yeah, okay, that's two in a row, but let's let's see some attacking. Then he hit a third one, and I was like, okay, maybe I should shut up now. And then he hit a fourth in a row, I was like, okay, maybe I should definitely shut up now because Tatum is just, it's going to be one of those Tatum games. But in retrospect, looking back on it, I think maybe him hitting a bunch of three-pointers early in the game was maybe like a bad thing because I think it fueled this kind of, complacency that, oh, Tatum's hitting threes. We're all going to get hot. This is going to be a game where we all get hot. And it's not necessarily the case at all. They did not all get hot. In fact, nobody got hot in this game. Jason Tatum, aside from Jason Tatum, I should say, Tatum, 13 of 22, 59%, five of seven from three, 71.4%, 34 points, eight rebounds, three assists, a steal, a block, did have five turnovers. Not great, but shooting wise, I think Tatum is kind of like back or mostly back or at least the worst of it might be over. But everyone else, no, nothing. I mean, Peyton Pritchard at the end hit two of five, so that's 40%. But Al Horford, one of five. Smart, 0 for two. Schroeder, 0 for three. Richardson, one for four. Overall, 10 for 33. So you have your star shooting five for seven, and then everyone else, what's that? Five for 20, what's that work out to be? <laughs> 25? Uh, not great. Not great at all. What's that, 20%? But that's not even the story of the game. The story of the game for the Celtics was that the script was flipped 
for this entire game, that the entire thing was supposed to be about the Celtics getting into the paint against one of the worst rim defense teams and the Celtics getting offensive rebounds against one of the worst rebounding teams. And that's, that's not how it worked out. The rebounding, the Celtics gave up seven offensive, re- 13 offensive rebounds, 13 offensive rebounds that they gave up, uh, which is way, way too much. The Celtics had seven off uh, offensive rebounds. So they almost get doubled up there. The, they gave up 66 points in the paint, 66 points in the paint. I think it was 18 second chance points. So the 66 points in the paint is just abhorrent. And I, I thought that the Lakers defense was so bad that the Celtics might be the ones getting 66 points in the paint. The whole thing with the Lakers is you're supposed to force these guys to shoot. They want to shoot. LeBron wants to shoot. He wants to take jumpers. Anthony Davis, the whole story about him this season is, wow, he's taking too many jumpers. Russell Westbrook, you want to take, you want to give him every opportunity to take jumpers. And early on, you saw them just backing way, way off. And it was like, okay, we get it. But the, the Celtics just ultimately kind of acquiesced. They kind of just said, ah, all right, we did this long enough. And they gave up all of those things that they were supposed to be taking. So 66 points in the paint, um, the points off of turnovers, they, the, the, the Lakers got 25 points off of turnovers. Uh, just not just, just a sloppy, lazy, bad performance, just a bad performance overall. Like there, there's nothing else. There really is nothing else to say about this. The Celtics came into this game thinking, Oh man, we smoked these guys. We smoked them the last time. So we, you know, we'll just go through it again. They came out, they hit all those shots. They they got away from any semblance of attacking the rim. The only time they attacked the rim maybe was like when Schroeder tried and he was horrible at finishing at the rim. So they just said, okay, well, this is you know, we smoked them before. We came out to this 14-point lead. They called the timeout. We're good. We got them. We good night. And then everything else stopped. And the Lakers kind of after that, and LeBron said it after the game, you know, we were th- we withstood that 14-point avalanche, and then we locked in after that. And, yeah, you locked in because the Celtics, like, turned the key to lock you in. Uh, I think there's some of this. The, the Lakers were playing their second game in seven days. They were in a real lull in their schedule. And – I'm not going to make an excuse for the Celtics of having, you know, the back-to-back before, a couple days off and another back-to-back. Been playing a lot, they're traveling out west and all that stuff. You know, that there's something to that, but it doesn't excuse the types of mistakes that they were making. But I will say that the Lakers, especially them being on two games in seven nights, that does mean something. And But it should have meant to the Celtics, and I'm sure they talked about it, these guys, it's an old team. They don't want to put forth too much effort at this point in the season. But coming off of two games, this is their second game in a week, they're probably going to have a little extra juice. They're going to have a little extra legs. And we saw it in LeBron James. He attacked in transition. In the first game, he didn't attack at all. I made a point to, to bring up how he never attacked any of the mismatches. In this one, he was 
he was attacking in transition. They were going to the rim. Westbrook went to the rim. Celtics didn't stop it. That, and that's the entire story of this game. The Celtics didn't stop anything the Lakers wanted to do. The Lakers did everything that they wanted to do. And that was it. So hopefully the Celtics can uh, change things up and things can be a little bit better next time around. Hey, today's episode is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you do not want or need. They can even negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. Up next, some of the individual performances. They're not good outside of Jason Tatum. They're not good, but I will talk about them anyway. Uh, first, I've got to tell you about Calm. Calm is uh, its going to help you basically sleep. And I just talked about LeBron James getting rest and how good he played with some extra rest. Well, Calm and LeBron James have partnered up to help you sleep better with this app because you see what the power of extra rest can do. They know that the mind is like any other muscle in your body, and you don't have to be a world champion to know how to train it. Sleep is a critical part of mental fitness, critical part of physical fitness. Every trainer, every nutritionist, everybody's going to tell you that when you sleep, you are healthier, you help burn calories, you help be more fit, and you're mentally sharper. So head to calm.com slash NBA. You're going to get a 40% off premium subscription at calm.com slash NBA. Train your brain to sleep better, reduce your stress, perform at your best. With Calm, you have access to nature scenes like, like the rain on leaves, which I love. I love that, that white noise type of stuff. It helps me sleep for sure. Uh, and there are sleep stories, meditations, so you can be ready for the challenges that life throws your way. Again, for a limited time, our listeners can join LeBron in using Calm and get a 40% discount on a Calm premium description. That's calm.com slash locked on NBA. Unlock content to help you focus, ease stress, and sleep better. Get started at calm.com slash locked on NBA. That's calm.com slash locked on NBA. Hey, this holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's built bar. It's even better. It's filled with so much holiday goodness, rich, decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, low in calories, low in sugar, net carbs, fat, high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. There are so many flavors. You can make these a stocking stuffer. A lot of people want to grab candy and stuff for stocking stuffers. Use the Built Bar because they're great. And they have tons of great flavors like raspberry, mint brownie, cherry, double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie, which is one of my favorites. They give you the extra fuel to bust down those mall doors, give you that energy to do that extra last minute shopping. Uh, and, And like I said, Throw them in the stockings. That's going to be great. Dip them into your hot cocoa. It's cold outside. So that's a great way to enjoy a Built Bar. Go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. Get 15% off your order. LOCKED15. Every time you go to Built Bar. So if, you, if you've used it and you say, oh my God, I'm out of gift ideas. You need to go back. Use the promo code LOCKED15. You're still going to get 15% off your order. Every time at Built.com. Have you subscribed to the Locked On Celtics podcast yet? You can wherever podcasts exist, and you can follow us on Spotify. Hey, thank you for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Why not make Locked On NBA your second listen? I'm normally on on Wednesdays 
but I had somebody fill in for me since I was covering the Celtics. Uh, I want to make sure I'm focused on the Celtics, focused for you on Locked On Celtics, but Locked On NBA has the entire league covered. So check out Locked On NBA wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Let's get into some of these individual performances because uh, I think there were a couple of decent ones, but I don't think anybody else was good besides Tatum. Tatum had some pretty good defense. Uh, he didn't move the ball quite as much. Uh, we didn't see the passing quite as good just across the board. Weirdly, the Celtics still finished with 27 assists, but Peyton Pritchard had five of them. And I think a lot of these happened at the end. So you had uh, a little bit of a run at the end to kind of make it close. The Celtics cut it to 10 with a little bit more than a minute to go and, and actually forced the Lakers to call a timeout, which is fun. But they uh, they never quite crossed over. Aside from Tatum, uh, I would say the best performance might have come offensively from Robert Williams, who had 13 points mostly. I think all of them were dunks, a bunch of putbacks, a couple of alley-oops. Like, that was offensively, he, he really put a lot of pressure on the rim. He did everything that we thought that he might do. Uh, in the first half, I thought it was really, really good. But there were a lot of defensive breakdowns. So if we go back and rewatch some of these defensive breakdowns. Like I saw, I went back and looked specifically at the, the uh, Russell Westbrook dunk because I included that in my Boston Sports Journal piece. And he just flat out got out of the way. He Russell Westbrook drove, got past Josh, uh, Josh Richardson, and Robert Williams just got out of the way because he saw Anthony Davis coming down and Grant Williams was on the other side and, and, and had that assignment, but they both went to that same assignment, and Westbrook just kind of finished off the dunk. And look, you're, you're Robert Williams. At this point, you just go slide over and stop. Figure, Trust your teammates behind you. If somebody's beat and Westbrook is going towards the rim unchecked, stop Russell Westbrook because for all of his faults, he's still going to dunk. He's still going to take that opportunity to throw one down with uh, some viciousness attached to it. So Rob, I thought, was was good offensively for the most part, but I think defensively, some real breakdowns there. Richardson was the only other guy. Actually, Schroeder ended up with 10 points because he shot 8 of 10 from the line. Let me talk about Schroeder first because I think Schroeder got caught up. He got booed every time he touched the ball, and I think he got caught up in a lot of that that stuff that, you know, the, the Lakers and him and, and all of that mess, all of that stuff. When I did the crossover with the Lakers guys, they, they wanted to talk about Schroeder. Um, there's some animosity there with Lakers fans. So I think he kind of got wrapped up in that just a little bit. And that led to a real off night. If you're not going to have Jalen Brown and the, the just to cover that real quick, Jalen is probably around 85, 90%. That's kind of the number that uh, Emi Odoka has thrown out, saying we don't want him to be 85 or 90%. We want him to be 100%. So maybe he'll play against the Clippers. Maybe he won't. Maybe he'll play against the Suns. Maybe he won't. They're trying to get him to 100%. We'll see how that goes. But right now, that's where, where he's at. They're not going to bring him back any earlier. I They will not admit that they brought him back too soon. We'll see if he says when, when he comes back and talks to the media eventually, whenever that is, we'll ask him, hey, do you feel like you came back too soon? And we'll see what he says. And uh, maybe he didn't. Maybe he just didn't and it just something happened in that Lakers game and 
or the, uh, sorry, the Philly game and whatever. So, but anyway, without, without him, obviously you need Schroeder. You need Schroeder. He's going to be your next scoring option. He's in the starting lineup for a reason. He's the guy that's going to get downhill. He's the one who's supposed to be able to attack and put pressure on the rim and to only get 10 points out of him. And all of that almost from the free throw line is not going to do it. Just not going to cut it. That, that as soon as you can look at the box score and say, oh, well, there it is. There's your problem. And it's the microcosm of, of the problem. Uh, he did have five assists, which, okay, that's nice, but you gotta, you gotta have a more well-rounded game for the Celtics in this situation with no Jalen Brown. Um, back to Richardson, who I thought early on, he had 11 points, four of nine overall, one of four from three. I don't expect much for him from, from three, but early on, I thought he was attacking. He was the one guy that, okay, he's coming in off the bench. Maybe this is going to be the guy who, who helps get the Celtics going here a little bit. And aside from some early success was nothing. And then he Westbrook just torched him in, in the third quarter. So the Celtics getting the Al Horford, another guy that the Celtics have been able to rely on just a tough night, three of nine, one of five from three. None of that really happened early on. He, he had a couple of shots in the third quarter. He did have eight rebounds, two assists, two steals. It's not enough. The Celtics, if the Celtics aren't going to get one guy to score 20 plus to go along with Tatum when he's cooking like this, then you got to get four, five, six guys up in that 14, 15, 16. That's how you got to do it. To only have three other guys in double figures and two of them be just barely over double figures. In fact, all of them just barely over double figures. 10 points, 11 points, 13 points. That's not going to cut it. It's just not going to cut it offensively. Offensively and defensively, these guys were, they sucked. Um, There's no other way to put it. And I'll talk about that when I come back. First, I'm going to talk about Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Football season marches on for the playoffs. The Patriots, if you're a Patriots fan, hey, all right, winning games by throwing only three passes. Uh, I wonder if you could have bet on that at Bet Online. It remains your number one spot for all sports action this season. Head on over to the new updated desktop and mobile site. Use the promo code Locked On. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So from basketball to football to NHL, boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games, do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Please gamble responsibly. Uh, I am a hot sauce guy. I love a little heat in my food. And crack sauce is an amazing addition to my hot sauce rotation. It's C-R-A-I-C, crack sauce. It's made locally in Massachusetts, owned by a Celtics season ticket holder, local employees, local ingredients. This is everything that you could want. They have their own farms. They make it themselves. This isn't some big process thing that's shipped in from somewhere else. It's not some big bottle of super hot stuff that simply tests your ability to stomach it. That, I mean, that's fine for some things, but what you really get here from Crack Sauce is flavorful, unique, versatile, multi-dimensional hot sauces. So leave that big bottle of red stuff behind. Get the Crack Sauce. Uh, they have a four flavor kind of package 
with golden pumpkin, 40 shades of green chili, a Mill City Red that goes on everything, Brian Burrow's curry, so you can tell there's all these different flavor profiles, different levels of heat. Again, it's not going to just make you sweat and cry. It's gonna add some heat, but flavor to your meals. I use it in my cooking. I'm Greek, I cook, right? I'm supposed to cook. It's kind of in the, it's in the Greek handbook. I use this stuff and it, it's a great addition. If you have a hot sauce lover in your life that you're trying to buy a gift for, this is a great unique gift. And when you use the promo code locked on, you're gonna get 10% off at cracksauce.com. C-R-A-I-C sauce.com. The promo code is locked on for 10% off. It's a great gift and you're supporting a local company, 10% off at cracksauce.com with the promo code locked on. Be sure to follow our social channels at LO Celtics on Twitter and at Locked On Celtics on Instagram. Thank you for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. How about making your second listen to Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q, Lee Sterling, our expert there. They've been on fire. And hey, when you go to bet online, maybe their advice can help you win a couple of wagers. So check them out wherever you get your podcasts. So the way I put it in Boston Sports Journal is the Celtics have proven that they're figuring out how to handle adversity. When things get tough, the Celtics are actually starting to figure out, hey, okay, we can band together. We can, we can do this. What they can't figure out yet is actually how to handle success. They don't know how to handle success. And that really is one of the hardest things to do. It's, it's actually fairly easy to take an adversarial relation or, or a moment of adversity and say, okay, we're going to rally around this. There's this inspirational thing that happens when the chips are down, we rally together. Like that's, that's something we're good at. Human beings are good at saying, oh, wow. Okay. The chips are down. Here's our, we, we, it's easy to say, here's our rallying cry. It's hard when you have things going well to be like, oh, okay, I'm still going to put in that same level of effort. And this is the Celtics problem. The Celtics have things going well or, or a lot better than they were. They played pretty well against Utah and they lost. Okay. You lose to the Utah jazz, but you put up 130 points. You put up another 130 points against the, the Portland trailblazers and you wax them. So you're feeling good about yourself. You're playing a team in the Lakers that you just beat. You just a couple weeks ago, you just destroyed these guys. So yeah, the Celtics, I, I know they walked in feeling themselves and we're like, yeah, we're good. We got this. And this is where the, this is when the other team has the Celtics exactly where they want them. This is where the Celtics next level of like mentality has to, has to change. You have to figure out how to keep playing hard and learn how to deal with success. A lot of people can't handle success. It goes through their heads. This is kind of the same thing. Robert Williams, after the game, said, we tend to lay back and get comfortable when the game is going our way. We've been trying to break that habit all year. And it's not just that the game was going their way, because it was only the first five minutes of the game. Not even. It's that recent games had been going their way. And overall, like the bigger stretch, like, okay, the San Antonio game kind of sucked, but they weren't bad the whole time. 
They were bad in the beginning, then they got good, and then they they you know biffed it at the end. But generally speaking, there's a long stretch of hey, these guys are actually okay. Okay, these guys are good. They're making their run. Their defensive rating is going up. Their offensive rating is going up. Their you know the things are pointing in a positive direction. The feeling, the vibes around this team were like, yeah, all right, great. And then you walk into this situation and you get smacked in the face and you're like, you got no answer. You got no answer because you haven't been smacked in the face for a while. And this is, this is the Celtics, one of their biggest problems. They can't, they can't take that, that success and build on it the way they're supposed to. Okay, fine. That's, that's hopefully that's going to come. Every team has its, its issues. A lot of teams are, you know, go down a row where they're feeling themselves and they, you know, they blow it. The Golden State Warriors just lost to the San Antonio Spurs. Okay, so what? They lost to the Spurs. It's going to happen. But the bigger problem is that the Celtics, I think, kind of feel like they can excuse it away like some of these other teams do, and they can't because they've done it too often. The Warriors are 20 and 4. The Celtics are 13 and 12. The Warriors have Steph Curry, who's won two, two uh, MVPs. They've, they've got multiple championships to their name. Celtics haven't won a damn thing. They haven't won a damn thing. I mean, this is as much success in, you know, that Tatum and Brown and those guys, they have had a ton of playoff success, but you haven't, you got, that doesn't mean anything to anybody. It really doesn't mean anything to anybody. Like it means, it means it's nice to put on your resume and it's nice for context, but the bottom line is you haven't earned this level of benefit of the doubt. And so it's not like this isn't going to happen. It's not like this isn't a natural thing. Like every NBA team is going to have games like this. You're going to come in and you think you're hot shit and you're going to, you know, soil yourselves and it's going to be a tough media session. Okay. What do you do after that? Like the Celtics, this is going to happen to the Celtics again. And we're going to have the same tone of a podcast and same tone of stories. I'm not, I'm not taking this game quite as, I don't think it's quite as bad as some of the other games. Like this performance is just as bad as some of the other games, but I don't think that the, the, the feeling afterwards needs to be quite as negative as it's been in the past. You might disagree with the tone that I have right now, but it's, it's, my point is that though this is a this is a disappointing loss. This is a tough loss. Like there's nothing really great about any of this stuff aside from Tatum shooting. But at the same time, it hasn't happened very often and it hasn't happened in a while. And they have an opportunity right away to to fix this. And if they fix it, if they go out against the Clippers and play well, if they come out and they win, then you can push this a little bit further in the background. The, the key for them is okay, say they beat the Clippers, say they beat the Suns. I don't think they will, but hey, let's see. Let's say that happens. Or even if they play well and lose and people pat them on the back for the moral victory and they have a nice little stretch. When they come up on that like Knicks game, are they going to kick back and be like, oh yeah, we're, we're awesome again and have this? Are we going to have this conversation again that soon? No, they can't. They can't do that. They have to have that in the back of their head of, all right, we're playing the Knicks. They're struggling a little bit, whatever they're going to be at that point. Gotta close it out. Got to come in there, got to lay the hammer down right away, close this sucker out, and let's have some positive garbage time in the fourth quarter so Peyton Pritchard can go score his 16 points rather than some negative garbage time. 
It's all part of the mentality, but this is really the next big step. You, you can handle some adversity. I really do think they're going to respond to this. I think that they believe in, in Ime. I think they're going to respond, but how do they respond when they've got a few things going their way and they're feeling themselves? Do they have it somewhere in them to come out at that point and still play the way they do with their backs against the wall? That's going to be the next step. The best teams can still do that. All right. I'm going to be back. This is super late podcast and I'm going to be back with the super later podcast because the Clippers game starts a half hour later. So podcast will be late, but it will be there in your feeds for the morning East coast time for your morning commute. Some of you might just be waking up as I wrap this up. By the time this posts, some of you early risers might be waking up to a very fresh new podcast. So hopefully you enjoy it. Subscribe. If you have not subscribed, if you're new to the podcast, I hope you really are, are enjoying it. Uh, it's on YouTube, so please subscribe on YouTube. Get you know you get to see my little knickknacks and trinkets, and I added this little monitor behind me so people can kind of see what I what I got cooking over here. It's just a, trying to trying to make it a little bit more of a set. So uh, if you are subscribed, if you are a listener or a viewer on YouTube, the next step is to share the podcast. Please tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody that they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network.